Good morning and welcome to AI Daily. I apologize for not having my iPhone camera here and forcing you to look at me in FaceTime HD. Uh, we have three great stories for you today, starting with Music Gen from Meta, uh, and then another story about Meta, including Mr. Zuckerberg, uh, and then some cool uh, stuff from Stability AI, a, a very, you know, tightly put together little product. We'll, we'll take a look here in a second. So the first story we have is Music Gen from Meta. It is a seemingly big improvement from Music LM. Uh, they show off some cool examples where you can generate music with text or generate music with a combination of text and audio. Uh, I tried it out, had some issues. Ethan, you said you tried it out. What do you, what do you think about this? Is this, is this important news? It definitely is. I couldn't get past the hugging face, so I, my demo is still, you know, it's working on it. We're generating. But at the end of the day, this is a lot different than Music LM, which we saw from Google a bit ago. Uh, so Music Gen does not require this like self-supervised representation. So you can, it does it all in one pass. So a much more effective model. Right. The examples I got to see were efficient. They are high quality. And I think music is always a space, you know, we're interested in. We're not to vocals yet, but just a better way to generate these bass level lo-fi sounds and, you know, copying some of the jazz songs, I think is a fantastic application of it. So really excited for Music Gen. If you can get the Hugging Face demo to work, do try it. Connor, what are your, what are your thoughts? And bass level is always important in music. So yeah, it's, yeah, this is another exciting audio transformer to have. Uh, music LM, of course, is closed source from Google. They keep proprietary and it's just like a playground thing from them. The music gen is open source. This is again, meta full sending the open source. They put up a hugging face space. This isn't just a research paper. This is here's our paper. Here's our hugging face space. Here's our code. Use it, try it, enjoy it. And it's a, looks like a pretty solid model. The melodies, all the soundtracks can create pretty solid. Yeah. Let me see if I can share my, my window here. This is a, I think the song that uh, I got, I, I gave it a clip of some audio. I told it to make me a hip hop song. We're hearing it live for the first time here on AI Daily. I'm inspired. I think that's it's the start good. of your music career. Far. It's so. pretty good and I love the name. Tum sixty ones of friction, yes, uh, is a great song name too. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I, I gotta say that's that's definitely pretty awesome. Exciting to see what people do with it. You guys so. don't care. Care about music? That's fine. Find it's the start of something great. It's the start of something new. Okay, well, great work uh, to the folks on on Music Gen. Pretty pretty impressive. Uh, this sort of thing is obviously just going to get even more wild, like like Ethan said, with with lyrics and voices and stuff like that. On to our second story. Mr. Zuckerberg did a uh, podcast with Mr. Friedman, and um, they talked about a lot of things, including AI, and they talked about open source, and they talked about Meta's plans for AI. Connor, can you tell us what Meta's plans for AI look like? Yeah, apparently he had a all hands with employees just yesterday. <laughs> And they said, generative AI, text, images, videos is going to go into every product at the flagship features from Facebook to Instagram, probably WhatsApp and more. Um, 
everything from, hey, let's modify my photo before I upload it, not just a filter, but completely regenerate the photo or, hey, WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger, I can have an assistant, I can have a little agent that I can talk to and help build with. Zuckerberg really is all in on generative AI is what it looks like here. An agent to go along with whatever FBI agents watching you through your, through your camera. You're, you're, you're DMing the undercover FBI agents and you're DMing the Facebook AI agents. Right. Maybe they're DMing each other. Keep me out of the loop. What do you think about this, Ethan? Uh, Yeah, I'd say the most important thing I got to see in it, similar to our first story is Zuck's just, he's recommitting his focus to maybe not focus, but their adamancy and care for open source. So you know, much of what we talked about for the past two weeks, a lot of open source developers are building on Llama. They're building possibly soon on Music Gen. All of these applications are coming out of Meta. And I think him reconfirming that this is something they continually want to do, much different positioning than, say, OpenAI or Google. So there are a lot of things he announced on the product side, but I think just from a culture standpoint, Meta's research team, which has unbelievable AI researchers, really talented team over there, the fact that they are allowed to and releasing these models that other people can build on and will continue to do so is really going to shape the next three, four, five, ten 10 years of AI development. So I was really happy to hear that. It's interesting. There seems to, I, I get, I have this weird sense that there is some shift in Zuck's worldview or Facebook or, or meta view. It, it's, it almost feels as though, okay, the metaverse kind of like we were thinking, uh, and thinking about dominating is n- not coming to fruition. Um, let me go get jacked, uh, kick some people in the head in an Aikido ring, and then just be a total chaos agent <laughs> and just be like, you know what? We're going full based over here at Meta. We're opening everything up. It open source AI to the world. I'm going to be on the, the mat choking people out. Um, it's pretty... It, it, there's this weird sense that like there's a there's a shift in his attitude, uh, and I, I you know I mean I mean it positively. He seems like leaned in and you know like toned up and 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 ready for what's coming. I, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but that's the sense. Oh, I a get. wartime CEO. Yeah, maybe he's 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 ready for the coming AI wars, and he feels like he can make make some moves and make some waves here. They they you know one of the things that Meta has been pulling together for a long time and i think you're you're sort of seeing it here is just unbelievable talent when it comes to people who are doing ai and you know one way that you can sort of commandeer the space and eat up the air in the room if if you don't have all the products there yet is to sort of come out and be hey here's what we do have show off what you do have because it's pretty impressive what they have in terms of talent and the research and things they've done there yeah open source is really helping their own talent and pushes like that like you said exactly like open sourcing llama and then now ggml ai with llama c plus plus and then like he said in the lex freeman podcast um they're now using llama c plus plus internally so yeah I, and and, and they get that, hey, if they make it seem as though this is where you come to as a researcher to get your stuff turned into, you know, get, get, get attention for the things that you're doing, that's a good, that's a good way to recruit as well. I believe we're so, hosting an intro hackathon this summer. So yeah. I'm sure things will come out of that. Will be cool to see. Uh, nice work, Mr. Zuckerberg. And then our final story, we have Clip Drop, which it seems like, I, I don't even, 
when I saw it today, I didn't know if it had been around for a long time because there just didn't seem like there was a lot of noise about it, but it seems like a beautifully put together product. Uh, it's a whole host of, you know, Firefly style uh, things you can do by Stability AI. We'll show off the uh, web page here. And uh, I don't know, what do, you, what do you think of this, Ethan? Did you, did you play around with it at all? Um, a little bit, yeah. They, they've put in a lot of what you could do with Stable Diffusion or what other people are building into ClipDrop. And there's also an API as well. So if you're you know, another startup or building a product, you can put ClipDrop into your product. I think you know the story here is really stability, of course, releases all their models open source. So in terms of a business plan and where they're going to sit in the space in the future, we see them putting these products out, like real products people can use and much easier APIs people can use. So they're utilizing their position in the space to, you know, create clean products of stuff people want. And I'm happy to see it. Connor, what do you think? Have you, have you had a chance to play with it yet? Does, does the, what do you think of the API angle? The API angle is pretty smart. Uh, like Ethan said, I think they're really always going open source and then they build a little more product around that. And then so far what we've seen, they open source the product and then build more products. They had Stable Studio a bit back and then they open sourced that as Dream Studio, I believe. Right. Was Dream Studio, then they open sourced it as Stable Studio. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like that with ClipTrap, if we saw some parts of it open sourced as they continue building better models and better open source um, or better closed source after this. It's a clean product. It's a very clean product page. I was yep. impressed. Uh, all right. Well, let's, uh, let, that's it for our three stories. I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, what are you guys seeing out there, Ethan? Uh, yeah, I saw a really good article. Um, it's called What Will GPT-2030 Look Like? Um, you know, some of it, you could read it as common sense, but I think it's really well written of like what the world could look like in 2030, both from a technical standpoint of, hey, we're going to be able to do inferencing much faster and cheaper and on device. We've talked about some of this before, but also what does it really mean when you have full human capabilities across coding and hacking and reasoning and finances for a model that, you know, 2030 sounds far away, but we're six, almost six and a half years from it. Um, so it was a really well-written piece on what the future could look like. So we'll link it below, but I liked it. Very cool. Connor? Yeah, apparently uh, Adobe, this is a very similar move to what GitHub did with GitHub Copilot, but Adobe is confident in Firefly's generative AI. So if it's, you're sued for breaching copyright when using Firefly, then Adobe will pay your legal bills. They'll back you. As long as you're using Firefly correctly and by their standards, then they'll cover you. This is the exact same move we covered a bit back with GitHub and GitHub Copilot Enterprise. If you're using Copilot in the right way and you're sued for copyright infringement, GitHub will protect you. So it's nice to see these big model, big companies standing by their models and not just throwing them out in the world and hiding behind laws. So, yeah, it seems like a great example of the market regulating itself. Mm -hmm. You know, sure. Okay, well, you know, what I, what I saw was cool. The, um, our, our friend um, Joseph Jacks, as he goes on Twitter, has uh, started talking about the open source framework for AI since the open source framework for operating systems, for example, may not be the exact fit for what you need for AI and specifically is focused on creating open source weights for AIs and uh, creating a framework for a manifesto for a foundation to you know push the work of open open source AIs forward what what do you guys think about that 
Yeah, I like that. O- open source code is very different from open source models because open source code, you can study, you can run, you can really analyze and learn a lot from it. But these models and like the weights of them, of course, specifically, you can't really do that. You can, we're starting to see a little bit of that, but it's still very expensive and very impractical the average person. So we okay. kind of do need a different licensing and a different way of thinking about um, open source weights. Do you so. think it's more of like a branding and ethical play? Because I mean, at the end of the day, this is the the model weights are just unreadable code. Do you th- like maybe from a branding perspective, it's important to touch on like law or privacy or something, but is who's really branding? Different? Say again, who's branding? Just the branding of open source, maybe for, you know, this new organization trying to lead this or just people wanting to release, you know, models, get them popular and say, we're under this new licensing that, you know, provides open source. But I, I just couldn't fully understand how, you know, it's just unreadable code. Does that warrant something completely new? I mean, it's, I see it kind of as like a, like just transparency and knowing what you're doing play instead of just throwing an MIT license on whatever weights you have up there. You're like, no, I mean to say that this is open weights. This isn't just like code. This is different. And I'm being clear about that. It seems like they feel there is a value or some win in the specificity. Yes. Uh, and I'm not even sure if they're 100% certain they're even right about that. It seems that, that they're saying, hey, this might be the case. Maybe we can provide some framework and structure to make sure that it goes in the direction that it should instead of kind of leaving it open-ended. I think they're just trying to have a dialogue about specificity, as you said. Yeah. Uh, if you've read these licenses before, if you looked at them, they're very specific licenses. So having something more specific on neural networks and what you mean when they're open, I think it's important. I mean, my, I imagine the foundation's ideal would be that these things are included in maybe existing licenses, yes. as opposed to some whole, whole new type of license, which could also be the case. Fascinating. Okay, well, we'll end it on that. I was waiting for something to just kind of wrap it all up there. And that was perfect. It is fascinating. And thank you all for joining us today. We'll see you not tomorrow, but Monday. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Peace.